It's time for Blessed to Play on EWTN Radio, uncovering the role that faith plays in the lives of sports professionals from around the country. And now, here's your host, Ron Meyer. Fire score! Welcome to a Blessed to Play Collegiate Spotlight Show. My guest today is Peter Stapleton. He's a football player at Augustana College in Rock Island, Illinois. Uh, we'll talk about his passion for playing football on the gridiron, but how he overcame adversity and the steps he put into his life to uh, find meaning in it. We'll talk about that in the second half of the show, but I'd like to welcome Peter Stapleton to Blessed to Play. Peter, great to have you on. I appreciate you having me, Ron. I'm excited to be here. So Kenosha, Wisconsin is where you grew up and uh, you fell in love with football and you did quite well in high school. You were an all-conference player on two separate occasions and also all region did well in the classroom too a four-time honor roll student uh so talk about just how football became part of your uh, athletic go-to so to speak yeah so kind of funny story actually um i grew up always loving basketball uh parents didn't let me play foot or play football until i got into high school and then finally begged them to let me play and i got to play studying my freshman year of high school I just fell in love with the game. I fell in love with the team and the camaraderie of the team and just the game itself. And what position did you play in high school? In high school, uh, I played outside linebacker, defensive end, and I also played fullback and tight end. So both sides. Now, I heard about those football players from Wisconsin. A lot of the linemen come out of Wisconsin. I, I don't know if it's the dairy or what it is. Maybe you could speak to that. Yeah, I would say probably the dairy, a lot of farm boys, that's for sure. Um, a lot of work on the farm, lifting and eating, I guess you could say is what they say. But a lot of farm boys, um, most of the teams, you could tell who was from the rural area and who wasn't when you were playing. So Now, playing in high school, obviously, uh, you know, it's a progression. And then you find that you have a talent for the sport. And uh, you did quite well in high school. So when did uh, you decide that maybe you wanted to keep that competitive juices flowing in you and take it up to the next level playing in college? Yeah, so my junior high school, um, I thought I was going to pursue the basketball career, but you know, I decided that football had a better passion for it. I enjoyed, enjoyed, the, sport, but enjoyed the sport better, had the love for the game better, and just kind of went from there. Um, the recruiting went a little better with football as well. So that's what's kind of inspired me. And then kind of the biggest thing for me, too, was having that team, like teamwork, uh, team camaraderie that the football had for me. So I just loved that and had to stick with it and keep it going. So, Blessed to play Ron Meyer. We're talking today to Peter Stapleton. He's a football player at Augustana College in Rock Island, Illinois. So you chose, obviously, to go to Augustana College and uh, to play football there. And you just completed your freshman year. So talk about some of the uh, challenges, the differences from uh, migrating from a high school level of football to Division Three playing at Augustana. Yeah. Um, surprisingly enough, uh, it's a really, or for me at least, it was a really big jump. Obviously, size and physicality and speed is a big jump. But uh, the biggest thing for me, I guess, struggle-wise, was like the, the IQ of the game, mm-hmm. you know, the, the mental aspect of the game. That's what they really harp on here. 
we always say, uh, know your job and be able to do your job. You don't have to be the biggest person, but if you're good at what you do, you got to do it. I would say just learning. For me on the defensive side, I'm an outside linebacker now. So that was the, the biggest jump is learning all the coverages. And in high school, it's a lot of, a lot more running uh, compared to passing once you get to college. It's a lot of both. So I would say learning the coverages, you know, being able to play one-on-one with these, you know, 22, 23-year-olds was definitely a big, uh, big step. But just learning that mental, mental part of the game, learning a higher IQ was probably the biggest obstacle for me. So a lot of film, a lot of study time. A lot of working with the upperclassmen and coaches. So, Yeah, there's a lot of classroom work that goes into collegiate football. Many people don't know that, but obviously you're on the field training, but you're also looking at tape and looking at film, as you mentioned, and it takes up a lot of time. So how was that adjustment for you coming from high school and now you know, embracing a college curriculum, but also having to put time in on the athletic side as well? Yeah, absolutely. Definitely a lot, a lot more film watching compared to high school. Um, during the season, we'd watch film three or four days a week with uh, our position group. And then outside of that, you had to watch about an hour, hour or two a night. So it was definitely a, a big time commitment, especially with having practice and going to class and having to do your homework. So we just had to get in a good routine and uh, a lot of time management was a big part of it. And just uh, trying to be productive all day long and get uh, get to bed at a fairly reasonable time as well. So. So how did the season turn out this year? Your freshman year, you uh, embraced the, uh, you know, the college schedule, a little bit of travel, I'm sure. But uh, how did it turn out for the Vikings? Uh, this year, we actually had a really good year um, compared to prior seasons. This year, we finished 8-3 and three and lost in a bowl game. Uh, we lost one of the teams. Uh, we should have went 9-2, and two, but we lost to the number 8th uh, ranked team, Wheaton, by a touchdown. Mm-hmm. And then we lost to the reigning national champs, North Central, and lost to Platteville in the Isthmus Bowl. But overall, compared to prior seasons, we had a big uh, big jump. Uh, we broke a record, a scoring record for the school, 72 points in a game. And uh, from uh, hearing from other uh, upperclassmen that uh, this year the team really came together and worked extra hard, and the program's growing for sure. Yeah. Well, congratulations on that. Blessed to play Ron Meyer. We have a collegiate spotlight show. We're featuring Peter Stapleton. He plays football at Augustana College in Rock Island, Illinois. Now, Peter, uh, you mentioned linebacker and uh, playing defense. So uh, as a kid or just now, who did you look up to or who did you try to emulate uh, in the NFL as far as that position goes? Yeah, so growing up, uh, both my parents were Minnesota, so I'm a Minnesota Vikings fan. Um, so I would say uh, Harrison Smith, I always looked up to him from a de- uh, defensive perspective and also Chad Greenway. Kind of always watched their film and paid attention to them on social media and always watching them on Sunday. That was kind of my influence. Uh, they're very driven people and highly motivational to me. Um, kind of showed me how I would watch their film to see how they would do things. and kind of inspired me, helped me learn the game a little better. And yeah. Those, I'd say, were my my top two to look up to. Yeah, some good uh, players to definitely look up to that hone their position quite well in the NFL. Now, Peter, I want to talk to you about uh, some adversity that you have to deal with as a collegiate athlete. And uh, you were diagnosed with type 1 diabetes. 
um, I think this was over a Christmas holiday while visiting relatives. So this was had to be a shock to you and uh, uh, being diagnosed with diabetes. And it kind of put life into perspective, but it also made you had to make some adjustments too as a collegiate athlete. So just talk about the news of receiving uh, the fact that you were diagnosed with it and then some of the adjustments that you had to make to play collegiately as well. Yeah, so um, when I was eight years old, we were uh, traveling up to Minnesota to visit the relatives, and uh, I was we were stopping to I was stopping to use the bathroom a lot, drinking a lot of water, and then uh, my dad, and then my dad was a he's a retired paramedic now, so he noticed something was up, and then my grandfather also was a type one diabetic, so they thought, you know, I had some symptoms, and then my grandpa used his uh, blood sugar kit and checked my blood sugar, and it was through the roof high. They took me into the ER and I got transported to the Children's Hospital in Minnesota. And luckily, a funny story, luckily enough, I was put in this uh, Minnesota Vikings room mm-hmm. with all like jerseys and helmets and stuff. And uh, I had a good view of the, the Metrodome. Yeah, so we're sports related. Uh, at first, it was, you know, it was difficult. I wasn't really sure what was going on. So I just kind of listened to my parents. But I would say after growing up and stuff, uh, you know, I had to mature faster, uh, learn discipline, and, you know, how to persevere through adversity. So I think that really helped me uh, sports-related as well, especially correlating to the field, you know. Mm-hmm. Set a good line of discipline and getting into healthy habits from a young age. And then, yeah, I would say, like, during high school at least, or, like, middle school sports, it was difficult uh, managing my blood sugar, uh, not being not always being able to play due to higher low blood sugar and just kind of having to sit out was kind of a pain in the butt sometimes. And, uh, you know, affected me a little bit. I was frustrated, but as I got older, I kind of got the hang of it. And then I was, uh, fortunately enough to be surrounded by a lot of good people and supported by a lot of athletic trainers. Once I got to high school, I had a good relationship with my athletic trainer. He'd uh, monitor my sugars for me Mm -hmm. and kept me in the game most of the time. But yeah, I mean, little struggles, uh, but once you get the hang of it, I was lucky enough to have my dad and grandpa be able to mentor me and set me off on a, you know, set me up for a healthy lifestyle. So, but definitely, uh, definitely were some struggles, but, you know, I just always tell myself it could be worse and mm-hmm. persevere through these hard times and be the best I can be. So, yeah, absolutely. And I think if you talk to a number of your teammates now, I mean, everyone has a certain struggle, whether it be medical or something else that they're going through that they have to deal with, uh, that can make them better, how, how they embrace that. And lucky for you, I mean, the technology now to monitor the blood sugar levels has improved so much, obviously, from when you were eight years old. So that has to, you know, uh, help you out, too, as an athlete, uh, you know, competing with diabetes. Bless the play, Ron Meyer chatting once again with uh, Peter Stapleton. He plays football at Augustana College in Rock Island, Illinois. And speaking of your teammates, I, I you know, you're practicing with them a lot. You're traveling with them a lot. I'm sure the camaraderie amongst uh, collegiate football players and specifically at Augustana has to be uh, pretty tight, so to speak. Why don't you talk about that? Yeah, so that's I would say that's the big thing here. At least uh, last year when I came on my visit, that's what uh, sold it for me, was the camaraderie of the guys and how uh, they have each other's back and always supportive and stuff. And then especially spending almost a whole year with them and playing a season with them now, I can see that, you know, that's a big thing here. 
and I think it's just awesome. Like some of my closest friends are seniors, um, you know, compared to high school when it was like, you know, the freshmen weren't really friends with the seniors and stuff. Mm-hmm. Once you get to college, at least at Augustana, you know, everyone's got each other's back. Everyone's trying to help each other improve. Uh, we hold each other accountable and we have an acronym, uh, called family and it goes, forget about me. I love you. And that's really like the true definition of our team here. I think it's just awesome. Everyone's always looking out for each other, has each other's back. And we all have one goal in mind and it's uh, a group of hardworking men. So Mm -hmm. it's really great. Yeah. Uh, Iron sharpens iron. And it certainly, uh, you know, collegiate sports or just team sports definitely prepares you for life and your future. Well, let's take a break on the other side. We're going to talk about the purpose driven life of this collegiate football player. Peter Stapleton joins us right here on blessed to play. Don't go anywhere. We'll be back. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Welcome back to Blessed to Play. Ron Meyer joined today by Peter Stapleton. He's a football player, collegiate football player, I should say, at Augustana College, a D3 program in Rock Island, Illinois. He played his high school football at St. Joseph's in Kenosha, Wisconsin, where he did quite well. He was a two-time all-conference player and a two-time all-region player, and then he on a roll to four separate occasions. So, uh, he did it all. He had a really good balanced life and he's trying to live a balanced life, a purpose driven life. And, you know, Peter, we talked about in the first half of the show, uh, there are challenges of being an athlete with diabetes. And, uh, I know your faith ha- is front and center. In fact, uh, you're quite a committed Catholic. I mean, trying to go to mass every day, praying the rosary every day, but, um, Dealing with some of the challenges with your health, I know, led you into a deeper faith life. Maybe you could expound on that. Yeah. So, um, like I said, I was diagnosed with diabetes at the age of eight. And in my younger years, I wasn't really, you know, I wasn't really sure what was going on. My parents did a lot of it for me. But then, you know, when I was still younger and like going to middle school and stuff, even high school too, I was, I would say I was mad at God, um, I always ask the question, why me? And what did I do? What did I do? What did I do to deserve this? Mm-hmm. And, you know, I went to, I went to church, I prayed. And then I was just like, you know, what did I do to deserve this? But as I grew older and grew in my faith, you know, I stopped looking at it as a negative and more of a positive and, uh, you know, the positive things that came from it. Like I mentioned earlier, I had to grow up faster, mature faster, develop healthy habits, you know, learn discipline and, persevere through adversity but i would say the most important thing i learned from this as well was that you got to turn to the lord in your most difficult moments in life mm-hmm. you know go to the lord when uh life's not going your way and that's what i did and now i feel like this challenge in my life has really turned me who i am turned me into the person i am today and has set me up for success and uh I'm just excited you know how these things i've learned can help me in life and I've seen a lot of success from it and just keep going and uh, asking God for help and following the Lord's ways. So 
Yeah, that's a testament to you because at such a young age, you realize that, you know, life is a gift. We're not guaranteed tomorrow, right? Um, you know, some things are out of our control, but you're putting this into perspective at such a young age, which I think helps you deal with life. But you've had not only the diabetes to kind of be an eye-opening experience for you and cause you to kind of reevaluate why you do exist and what what this is all about, but you actually had a uh, incident or came across an incident, a car accident, where you stopped to help some victims. And unfortunately, someone died, but that was an eye-opening experience for you as well. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, so in the year of 2023, I actually came or witnessed two car accidents and got out to help. The first one, thankfully, no one was severely injured or anything. But the second one was uh, more of a traumatic event for me and the people involved. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I came across this accident driving home from a movie with some buddies and then I got out to help and unfortunately go up to the car to see if people are okay. And unfortunately one of them passed away and the other two were unconscious and severely injured, but they did make it through. Um, and then, you know, my dad being a retired paramedic and stuff, you know, I talked to him about it. And then once I got home and then later that night, I prayed about it, kind of asking God, you know. Why did you put me in this situation? Why at this time was I there? And kind of two things came to mind. Uh, first was like purpose and kind of my vocation. Mm-hmm. I always try to pray about that. You know, what uh, what does the Lord want me to do in life? And it kind of came to, you know, maybe following my father's footsteps and becoming a firefighter paramedic. And, you know, the call to helping others and being there for others in their worst moments in life. But then the second thing that really stood out to me was maybe like, Maybe that person needed prayers, you know, mm-hmm. person who passed away. Maybe their soul wasn't in the right spot. And obviously pray for the people who were uh, injured for a road to recovery. So I just thought that was, you know, really cool kind of experience for that. Like, think about it that way. And, uh, you know, it's not something you think about all the time. Because, mm-hmm. you know, I also looked at it as a reminder that life is short. You never know when your time is going to come. So you always got to be prepared. Mm-hmm. that was just a good reminder and then i feel like god put me in that situation for a reason and then i uh made a devotion to pray the divine mercy for that person every day and i still pray for that person every day hopefully they're in heaven with the lord so yeah well that's a beautiful response that you had to some challenging circumstances and uh how you reflected on that and then you know knew you could find a purpose uh, whether through prayer or just helping out in, in the situation that you were in. Blessed to play Ron Meyer. We're chatting with Peter Stapleton, a football player at Augustana College in Rock Island, Illinois. Now, I want to talk about some of the nuts and bolts of your faith life. I know you've attended retreats. I know you you read the Bible every day through a certain website. Uh, you like to pray the rosary daily. So talk about just your your faith life, some of those practices that sustain you day in and day out. Yeah, um, fortunately enough, I grew up in a Catholic household with two practicing parents and then a brother who practiced as well. And fortunately enough, I was able to attend a uh, Catholic high school, which I feel was very beneficial for me. Mm-hmm. And uh, my freshman year, I really dove into my faith, I would say. Uh, started reading the Bible since freshman year. And then, you know, started, got close with the priests at school and then the campus ministry administrators. And then I became uh, an altar server, 
I became a leader of the retreat team, and then I also did a bunch of mission work. So that was uh, kind of my high school. This helped really helped me to uh, develop a lot of healthy, faithful habits. And uh, we started uh, like a prayer group, and we'd go to mass every morning and do uh, rosaries and divine mercy chaplets and have adoration and stuff. And it just really set me up and got me into a routine of discipline in my faith. Just really helped me grow in my faith overall. Like I can really tell over the time that my faith has grown. I have that feeling of being full, of being full of the Holy Spirit and just having that positive attitude and just, you know, learning to, learning healthy life habits and learning how to live a faithful life towards the Lord. And uh, just really helped me build a good community. And I feel like, uh, you know, doing retreats and stuff, I would share my stories and try to help the younger kids grow in their faith and always try to be like a resource to them and uh, do the Lord's will by spreading his, spreading the word. It's going to be a guidance for younger people and mm-hmm. people trying to get into the faith as well. And I just say, you know, I felt the good support community from my retreat team group and my uh, mission group. I'm just, uh, I'm very grateful for this. I feel like it'll help me in the wrong, uh, long run. And, you know, once, now that I'm in college too, now I'm still, uh, practicing these, you know, going to mass multiple times a week, you know, making it to confession, doing the rosary every day. I just feel like it's really been beneficial for me. So. Yeah. This reminds me when I, when I played in college, there was a teammate that I had that had a a strong faith life. And uh, for those, and I'm sure you have teammates who maybe didn't have that example, whether it be in their family, they weren't just exposed to it. And I remember that uh, this particular teammate, you know, just people would migrate to him because he, he did things a little bit differently. Let's put it that way. How about with you? I'm, uh, you know, you're not, you're not doing it to draw attention to yourself, obviously, but um, do your teammates uh, ask you questions or, or maybe seek advice from the type of life that you're trying to live? Yeah, absolutely. Um, luckily enough, um, you know, about praying about it too, I actually got a roommate was also very deep in his faith. Uh, he's not a Catholic, but he still reads his Bible every day. Mm-hmm. We share a lot of the same opinions and stuff. And then also a couple of my neighbors, too, in the hall and other football players are also practicing Catholics. Or practicing Catholics. And then we'll go to Mass uh, throughout the week and then on the weekends. And sometimes we'll discuss, you know, what passages or verses we've read uh, during the day. And then we've also, other people have noticed this, so then they will join us, so. Every now and then we'll have some stragglers attend uh, mass with us. And then we also got the neighbor uh, next door to me too. Got him doing a little Bible reading with us here and there that my roommate set up. So I would say we still have a really good community here. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, just trying to build it up. Yeah. Compared yeah. to when I got here, I will say there's been a lot more people uh, coming to mass with us. And even yesterday at lunch, we had a, deep discussion about Lent with some of our upperclassmen. It's just really cool to see, mm-hmm. you know, there's still a decent amount of people out there who uh, are interested, but just don't know how to start or anything. So we try to help them and talk about it. You know, I always invite them to mass and invite them to uh, talk about uh, readings with us and stuff. So mm-hmm. it's super cool. Yeah. Good attracts good, doesn't it? And uh, certainly when you're, uh, witness uh, as you are, uh, you're probably going to attract uh, people that are searching. And it sounds like uh, you're just doing that. 
I want to talk about your major. I know it's uh, you're just ending your freshman year, so things could change. But tell us the, on the uh, the educational track that you're on right now, and and what you want to be potentially when you graduate. Yeah. So right now, I'm uh, I'm leaning towards uh, biology major. Uh, we just declared actually, so biology major is the plan. Uh, career-wise, like I mentioned earlier, uh, I want to become a firefighter paramedic. Mm-hmm. Follow my father foot father's footsteps, and then later on, I'll probably uh, plan on going to PA school. So definitely uh, big in the medicine and trying to help others. Um, that's kind of the the track I'm on right now. So we'll see how it goes, and I'm just gonna do the best I can and stay positive. The science. Uh, aspect is definitely a little more difficult than most of my teammates doing business and stuff. So, but it's good so far. All right, Peter, when you're not studying, when you're not playing football, when you're not praying, what are some of those things that you do just to chill out, relax and have fun? Um, recently it's been nice, surprisingly. So I've been golfing a little bit. Mm -hmm. I enjoy golfing. I golfed in high school. Um, I also like to, we watch a lot of movies together with uh, our football friends. We like to play cards, uh, big cribbage guy. And then China's just, uh, just hang out with the guys. So not too much. We're usually pretty busy, but I do enjoy that. We like to go fishing as well. Um, and yeah, that's pretty much it. Now you don't have your mom's home cooking anymore. You have to eat uh, institutional food at college. How's that going for you? Have you made that uh, transition pretty well? Yeah, surprisingly... The food here is not too terrible. Uh, sometimes it's a little hit or miss, but there's a pretty big selection. So we've been lucky enough to have good food. Uh, it's edible, so I can't complain. And fo- and football players eat a lot of it, don't you? You, you take a lot of that buffet and uh, deplete the whole buffet, I'm sure, at, at several occasions. Absolutely. We're in there about five times a day. So. <laughs> Well, Peter Stapleton has been our guest uh, playing football right there in Rock Island, Illinois, for Augustana College, but uh, really leading a a purpose-driven life, as you can tell by what he shared with us today. Peter, thanks so much uh, for coming on Blessed to Play and uh, just sharing a little bit about you and the adversity that you have faced in life, how you handle that. I think for teenagers or just young students out there uh, to see someone who's living the life, uh, the Catholic life, and uh, happy doing it is a is a great testament. So thank you for sharing that and for coming on. I appreciate you having me, Ryan. It's been my pleasure. Hey, Blessed to Play fans, check us out on the web at blessedtoplay.com, blessedthenumber2play.com. You can like us on Facebook. Hit us up on the platform X at Blessed to Play. For Peter Stapleton, I'm Ron Meyer. Thanks so much for joining us right here on Blessed to Play. You've been listening to Blessed to Play with host Ron Meyer on the EWTN Global Catholic Network. If you have a question or comment about today's show, feel free to email us at info at blessedtoplay.com. That's blessed, the number two, play.com. You can also connect with the show on the web at www.blessedtoplay.com. Again, that's blessed, the number two, play.com. Join us again next time for Blessed to Play on the EWTN Global Catholic Network.